Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Life and football are very similar. Without an identity, you will not achieve your ultimate prize. Defense wants championships. Pride and passion meet success. You gotta love what you do. Thank you for listening to the East West Football Podcast with Jerry Martinez, Kendall Whitley, and now here is your host, Fidel Barraza. Thank you for listening to the East West Football Podcast. I'm Jerry Martinez. I got my fellow host here, Kendall. How you doing? Doing pretty good, man. Hey, man, it is week one of the NFL season. I'm fired up. I can't. I cannot wait, man. I've been. I just been getting that feeling all week, man. Football is here, and we, I mean, wait and wait. It was a good time to start off with a good game last night. Hey, and let's talk about that game. I mean, because that game was an amazing performance by the Buffalo Bills. And what a way, right? Because we've been talking about this pretty much since the preseason is the Buffalo Bills have so much hype and there's so much pressure. You know, we felt it for, you know, Josh Allen and and company. And, and I mean, Bills Mafia has been going crazy. I mean, first off, first, what was your biggest takeaway from the game? What stood out to me was the deep the Bills death on the defensive line. Von Miller had two and a half sacks. I mean, Jordan Phillips came back. He he had a pretty good he had, he had a good game. He he had a sack and a couple of run stuffs. Greg Russo, he got a sack. I mean, they they were just they were getting guys off the bench, getting sacks. I mean, the game was far out of hand. But the depth on that Bills defensive line really stands out to me. Those guys, I mean, they're young, they're fresh, and they're fast for the most part. Um, I mean, yeah, Von Miller, he's up in age, but he didn't look he he, he Bob Miller's playing like he's like his first, second year last year. I mean, maybe the last couple of years when he was in Denver, he wasn't really motivated and wasn't healthy enough. And he, we, it, he, he kind of wasn't the Von Miller of old. But last um, last year with the Rams, later on down the stretch, he was good. And this year, he he was amazing last night. He started out slow, but he, he, he really got it going. They couldn't block him. But that's what really stood out to me, man, just the depth on that Bills defensive line. They, they were just rotating guys in and out of all night. I mean, Buffalo, they're, they're going to be something record on that defense. And they're missing Tredavious White. And, I mean, could they, they said they were rotating. They had Kamari Elam and they had um, – I want to say his last name is Bedford or whatnot. I don't know. But he he, he was coming in. Him and um, Elam was rotating last night. But, I mean, all those guys, they played good and were scared. They played – they did all that without Tredavious White. White's going to be gone for the first month of the season. But when they get, when they, when he comes back, they're going to have even more depth in that secondary. We ain't even talking about poor and high yet. <laughs> and And, and – Right. Not to not let's 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 get off the defense for a little bit. Like you said, the those that defensive back group without Tredavious White, their star corner, I mean, they really showed up uh, in a big way, right? They got the turnovers that they needed. But wow, that offense has not lost a step, even with the loss of their offensive coordinator, Brian DeBall, right? And and Josh Allen was able to I mean, like you said, you you I mean, since last 
last season, you had been singing the praises for Gabriel Davis. Like, man, you know, you, you need to pay, you need to pay attention to this guy, this, this young man, you know, this young player, he's, he's, he's making a name for himself. And you know what? Last night, I think you, he pretty much answered your praises. Um, uh, it looks like a very complete team. Now they're not perfect by any means. I think that, you know, for, for a little bit more success, they're going to have to find a way to get that running game going, right? I mean, we saw some good things from De- Devin Singletary during the game. Uh, I know they tried to incorporate a little bit of of, of Zach Moss in the passing, uh, and then James Cook, right, which was their second round pick, uh, and he fumbled the ball, which is, you know, it's it's hard. You know, he's a rookie; he's going to go through those growing pains. So, yeah, man. I mean, I think the Bills answered the they answered the question, and what a great way to kick off the season, man! With that with that type of win over the defending Super Bowl champ Rams. Rams, on the other hand, goodness gracious, um, I hope everything's well. You know, we did see those reports earlier this week about, you know, Matt Stafford having surgery, right? Uh, I believe in the elbow, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so that's that's kind of yeah. scary. Uh, but that defense really got to him. It shook up, it shook up Stafford. And uh, Stafford Stafford was was playing like the Stafford of of the uh, the Detroit Lions. So uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was man. And we'll, a real quick thing on the on the Buffalo Bills front on James Cook. I wasn't panicking if I'm a Bills fan or a Bills supporter. Um, we seen a couple years ago Kareem Hunt fumbled on his first on his first um fumble whatnot that game a few years ago. I remember it personally because it was against the Patriots. And he came back. He had a monster game that year. So a uh, had a monster season. And he's had a monster career. Still playing real good. So I wasn't pinning from a Buffalo Bills fan. James Cook, who knows? This might turn in great for James Cook. He fumbled on his first snap or whatnot. I think he's going to be an unbelievable player. If the Buffalo Bills can get that running game going, because Josh Allen, you don't want your quarterback running 20 times or as many times he did last night. But they can get a good running game going with Singletary, Moss, and Cook. They, I'm telling you, they, they, got, they, they got it. They got everything else. If they can get that going, they're going to be pretty big, man, pretty big players in the AFC, which they already are. And now um, the, the Rams front with Stafford. The offensive line was a mess last night. It was a complete mess. I know Whitworth um, retired in the offseason and whatnot, but that offensive line was a mess. And I think it's understood because they had all offseason. They knew the Bills was coming in their week one. They had all offseason to get that, to get it squared away, get that right. And they did. I mean, Matthew Stafford, he didn't have time. He did not have time last night. He didn't play well either, a, lot, a large part due to the offensive line. But it it, it, it was bad. It was bad. It truly it, – it, I mean, like you said, I mean, it was bad. And I mean, if anything, we've seen Sean McVay be able to make those adjustments, and that's what he's going to have to do. Is he's going to make have to make those adjustments? Cooper Cup is still playing uh, like he did last last season, so you know, for the time being, the Rams are going to have to find ways to make sure that Cooper Cup gets the ball as much as possible to to be able to get back on on track, right? So uh, yeah, they, they're going to have to. And another thing, where was where was Allen Robinson last night? I mean, I look at his stat like he was what one catch for twelve yards. That was on third and long. I mean, where was he? You, they gave him the big bucks this off season. I mean, I, I don't know what happened. That that, that was crazy, man. He was a no show. He will be filling in for OBJ. But last night they look they looked like a team that needed an OBJ. They did because they didn't have and me and Jerry. We we talked yesterday before the game. I was like, well, if you take away Cup and Robinson, what did I say, Jerry? I said, what is they? I mean, if you take away Cup and Robinson, what what are, what are the Rams going to do? Who's their third guy? Who's that fourth guy? We seen what Buffalo got third, fourth. They got they got players. They got yeah. who was the who was the third or fourth guy for the Rams last night? I didn't hear much from Higby. Cup, I mean, Cup only could do but so much. Then you got and you Jefferson. take away Allen Robinson. 
If Van yeah. Jefferson, he was hurt. Like, I mean, and we talked pre-show. Uh, we talked on the phone call before the game last night. I was like, I don't know, man, who, who's going to be that, that – that I think the Rams needs more at that wide receiver position, man, and, and it, it showed last night. It, it does. And, 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 you know, if anything – I'm pretty sure OBJ was there. I mean, we saw OBJ. Everybody saw OBJ holding the the Vince Lombardi trophy. So it only makes sense that it looks like he will be a Ram uh, later on in the season. And they need it, like you said. They need to help uh, as soon as possible. But like I said, Sean McVay's always done a great job with the adjustments. And uh, let's 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 take it from there, right? So transitioning right from yesterday's great game, right? We, I mean. We still got a, a a full season ahead. Sunday, you know, we got full a full set of games, and then of course we got college on Saturday. So we're gonna be busy this 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 season. I mean, football's finally back, but let's have a little fun, right, Kendall? I mean, let's let's try and do yep. something a little bit different, right? Um, right. Right now, you know, we we have a, we have a little bit of a, a top five, right? We we. I think that a lot of us can agree and disagree with the top five QBs and currently in the NFL, but in this little segment, let's have a little bit of fun, right? So we're going to take these five quarterbacks and we're going to compare them to some of our favorite WWE wrestling superstars. How does that yes. sound? Sounds pretty good to me, man. All right. I'm going to go ahead and give off the, the names and you give me your, you give me, you give me your comparison for him. Tom Brady. Number one, who do you got for Tom Brady? Tom Brady, man. I mean, I, I go with the Rock. I mean, if you smell what the, what the Rock is cooking, I mean, that's that's his, that, that's his, what that's what he go by. What not? He's flashy. And you know, the Brady. He's the goat. When you look at, when you talk about the other day, you talk about wrestling. I know this is a football podcast, but when you talk about wrestling, the Rock, he's he's one of the goats of wrestling. I mean, do you think of Tom Brady? He's the he's the go to football. So what 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 better? I mean, comp for? Well, you know, I think that's a that's actually a very good comp. Um, on this one though, I'm gonna go ahead and take Tom Brady, and I'm gonna go ahead and compare him to Ric Flair. I mean, you're talking about, uh, you know, Tom Brady is 46, I believe, 46 years old. So, you know, even at this age, he is still able to maintain a championship level team and and lead his team to the championship, right? So, when we look at Ric Flair, even as old as he is right now, he is still able to go out there, put on a show and, you know, win a championship. And I think I think he's 16-time world champ. So, you know, you can compare that to the seven Super Bowls that that Tom Brady's been a part of. So, Give me Ric Flair for Tom Brady. Now, this one should you can't, be fun. You can't really go wrong, man. You can't really go wrong there. <laughs> well, this one should be a fun one, right? Because this one, I mean, his name, he's been high. He's been going everywhere. Patrick Mahomes. Who's your comp for Patrick Mahomes? Patrick Mahomes. I'm going with Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh. I mean, you talking about you talking about splashing beer cans and just the bottom line because Stone Cold Steve Austin said, I mean, you get him with a Patrick Mahomes. I mean, he's straight, just straightforward. Patch Mahomes, flashy. I mean, when he walks in the building, you know who he is. I mean, that's better. Stone Cold Steve Austin, same the same. I mean, you you knew Stone Cold, and that's why I'm gonna go with Patch Mahomes, my homeboy. Wow, 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 wow. Okay, okay, okay. I I see it, I see it. But you know what? I think. 
Patrick Mahomes, I'm gonna go ahead and go with the rock. On this one, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to say he is the rock to the NFL. You know, he's laying the smack down literally uh on a week to week basis on every single defense. He's torching them up and down. Another another one that you could go either way. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well let's go to number three, Josh Allen. Who would you who would you compare him to? Which WWE superstar do you compare Josh Allen to? I'm going with John Cena. You can't see me. He's been, I mean, amazing in his career in WWE. And he's the he was at one point with the hottest thing that's going on. And now you go with Josh Allen. When you turn on NFL Network or ESPN anything, what is everybody talking about? What you can type go to Google. What is everybody talking about? What's the training? Josh Allen. So, Josh I, mean, I think Allen. Josh Allen hit the hot topic right now. You know what? I'm going to have to go. I'm going to have to agree with this one. John Cena, it is the people's champ. Josh Allen, Bills Mafia, man, I think not only is he coming for the MVP, I think he's coming for the Super Bowl and the Super Bowl MVP, the way they're playing lights out right now. And John Cena was that exactly, you know, giving us those memories of him holding up that, that WWE championship. And I mean, like you said, it, it, it's he's for the people. He's such he's such an enter, entertaining quarterback to 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 watch. I mean, look at him scramble yesterday. I mean, guy look a little bit like Cam Newton out there, but man, his arm <laughs> yeah. is strong. Is I mean, he gave us a show yesterday, right? But let's move yes, on. Aaron Rodgers. Woo! Aaron Rodgers. Ooh, Who would you compare Aaron, Aaron Rodgers to? Oh, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Randy Orton. Man, you know. You want to go with that look. He had that look of a guy or something that just stands out. Like Randy Orton. You know when Randy Orton's with Evolution and with Triple H and Flair and Batista and all the boys. Randy Orton was one. I mean, he was at the top of his game in WWE. Like, he, even his theme song just stood out. And you, what does Aaron Rodgers remind you of? He's electric. He stands out. He's just, he. I mean, he, he's just, I mean, it, it's a lot. I can, I can go on and on. But Aaron Rodgers reminds me of Randy Orton, just this flashy. Where he just, like, don't want to say like a... I, now, I can't really put my, my finger on the right, you know, analogy or, or word for it. But, yeah, I'm going to go I'm gonna go with Randy Orton. I'm going to go Aaron Rodgers for Randy Orton. Ooh, man, you know what? I'm gonna, uh, you mentioned his name earlier, right? But this is this is where we're having fun. Aaron Rodgers, I compare him to Triple H, man. <laughs> I mean, mm. Triple H is the game, man. And, he, and anytime he entered the ring, yeah, I mean, he was going to sledgehammer you. He was gonna. He was gonna make sure he he walked away with that championship that championship belt. And he and I mean, it was a part of the Degeneration X, right? One of the one of the 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 most entertaining groups in WWE history. Uh, I just think that you know they they both had this little bit of edge to them where you know they 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 uh, they kind of like they are able to make that big play when it's when you need it, right? And Aaron Rodgers has has, has literally sledged sledged hammered many fans hearts with you know 13 seconds left on the clock and scoring the touchdown to win the game so <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is, is Triple H to me man and right now one of the hottest names and coming at number five is Joe Burrow wow who do you compare Joe Burrow to I can go first with uh, yeah, I, yeah, just yeah, I want I want to think on that one. Man. I want to. I've been going back and forth on that one, so I had to, I had to hold up a little bit. Uh, you man. mentioned his name already, so so on this one, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to say he's Randy Orton, man. Uh, the way Randy Orton would get that RKO and just make it. I mean, he was 
he can RKO, he can RKU in your sleep. I mean, it was just amazing how Randy Orton can just set that up and and come away with a win, right? Uh, by by RKO on anybody, and that's that's Joe Burrow. I mean, he's a silent assassin, and look at what he did with his Bengals franchise. He literally RKO'd the entire league and took it by storm and got the Bengals to the Super Bowl. I man, I mean, we're talking about a uh, oh man, it was so close, man, that the Bengals came to winning that Super Bowl, right? Uh, but uh, I would have to say Joe Burrow is the uh, he's the RKO specialist for the NFL right now. And you mentioned his name already. I'm going with Triple H. It's all about the game. I'm going with Triple H. You know, that moxie, that attitude, that that deep. I mean, Triple H, that, I mean, Joe Berg kind of reminds me of just how he dressed him, how he, just how he dresses on game days, how he dresses, you know, going to the podium and how he just acts on the football field, man. Just He just has that Triple H vibe or that Triple H attitude. That's what he gives me in the game. So I'm going with Triple I think the only thing he's missing is the – is a spitting of the water, he's spitting out the water before he comes. <laughs> so, I'm going with Joe Burrow. I'll go with Triple H for Joe Burrow. Hey, we gotta give, we gotta, ha- we gotta have an honorable mention, right? I mean, Matt Stafford did win the, uh, Matt Stafford did win the actual Super Bowl last year, and believe it or not, he's actually right underneath Joe Burrow. So, uh, who give me, give me your comfort, Matt Stafford. The Walking Dead. I'm going with the Undertaker. Ooh. It's like kind of like a cat when. Yeah, I'm going with it. Like it's like a cat with nine lives. He never dies. We thought he was done in Detroit. He came. He came back plenty of times in games in Detroit. I remember a bunch of games. He came back just throwing the ball all over the field. Now he won a Super Bowl. Everybody thought he was. They sent him away. They thought he was done. Rounds twenty four last year. He like he came back from the dead last year. He played great for the um for the Rams last um last year and got it got him a Super Bowl win. So I'm going with Matthew Stafford. Man, you know I mean, what, I'm, I... Matthew Stafford. I'm going with Undertaker for Matthew Stafford. I, I, on this one, I'm going to agree with you, like with the John Cena one. Wow. What amazing comp, uh, right there, that, that comp for him. It, I think you nailed it right in the coffin. I mean, that when you thought that, you know, you know, when Stafford's days with the Lions, when you thought the Lions were out of it, I mean, this guy would literally like the way the Undertaker would just sit up and just come in and choke slam and win, you know, win that match. I mean, that's exactly what Matt Stafford has done with the Lions. He did it a lot last last season too with the Rams. So great competition, man. Hey, and but what a, what a great segment, man. Getting us ready right for a great segment, a great for, segment. for for all the football that's up ahead. And you know, hopefully we can bring you some more of the, of this type of content, right? All right, man. Let's let's go ahead and let's go ahead and finish this, man. This is this is the this is this is the end for this week, right? So. You know, we 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 see the lineups. We we know the games out there. You know, I mean, some some big time games that people are talking about. We already we can already tell, right? People that are talking about the Broncos and Seahawks. But let, how about we talk about a game uh, that maybe hasn't really got that the the recognition? People are not really talking about it. What game is that for you, Kendall? That you're looking forward to? I'm going to go with the – this is surprising, man. Like, I'm going to Kansas City Chiefs and Arizona Cardinals. I mean, Patrick Mahomes versus Kyler Murray, the Cardinals versus Chiefs. I mean, this game all got playmakers all over the field. Chiefs with their rebuilt offense, with all the skill – with the wide receivers. They got um, they got Tariq Hill out. They in close Bentley Scantling. And they still got McCole Harmon. They got um Sky Moore whatnot, Juju Smith-Schuster. You know, they still got Travis Kelsey over vet. I mean – they what nobody's talking about this game right here. And then it's surprise then with the Cardinals, they brought in Hollywood Brown. 
Um, D Hop is suspended for the first, I want to say six games, I believe. He's suspended for the first six games. They got Rondell Moore. They traded Christian Kirk. They got Andy Isabella. I mean, this this game is not getting a lot of talk about. They did retire AJ Green. All the playmakers that's gonna be on the, on the field for these for these two teams, defensively and offensively, and mainly in the offense. I mean, this game is surprising me. There are not a lot. It's not getting talked about this game, man. It's very surprising. I think it's one. It's maybe because it's in the late window, but I mean, I think it's one of the best games. I mean, probably the top one of the top five games of this week. I got. I could go. I could go either. Way. I could go with a bunch of other games at the Packers or Vikings or some more, but. This one right here, I can't wait. This is going to be a good. I'm surprised not getting a lot of talk about this week. You know, I, I actually have two, right? I, I want to go with the Saints and the Falcons because, you know, we're talking about the actual NFC South division, but I'm going to go ahead and go with the Raiders and Chargers. Like, wow. I mean, what a way to start it off, right? I mean, what, the Broncos the Broncos are playing the Seahawks, right? But the Raiders and Chargers are in the, the same division, the AFC West, which is now – we can all agree the toughest division. I think that this game does not is not being talked about much, and we need to we need to be talking about these games. It's surprising, surprising because with all these playmakers in that game, I mean, I mean, not only that, but we got like you said, Devontae Adams reunited with Derek Carr, the BFFs. You know what I mean? I mean, the stories that have been coming out recently. I mean, it, it just it, it feels like that this game is just barely starting to scratch the surface of getting the attention it really needs. But I think this is this is going to be one of them games that is very important for both teams, right? Because this is a very competitive AFC West. You Like you, you mentioned, you alluded to earlier, Patrick Mahomes with the Chiefs. Well, hey, man, the Chiefs have done plenty to surround Patrick Mahomes. And then you got the Chargers who continue to build this team through the draft, you know, and they were able to bring in Khalil Mack, you know, Add the pieces that they need on defense. And then, of course, the Broncos, they just needed the quarterback. They got the quarterback right here. We got the Raiders. They added, you know, uh, uh, one of the most important pieces, which is a wide receiver. But, man, they got some questions. How can that offensive line fare for the Raiders? Can the Raiders still be able to run the ball, you know, uh, pass the ball, get get the ball down the field? And, I mean, we're talking about literally a game that is going to be counted towards more so towards the back end and we're getting it in the front end of the season. So yeah, that, that's small, my, that's yeah, my one, pick right there. One small little piece about this game. No JC Jackson for this game. He's out. He had a surgery. I want to say knee surgery or something like that he had, but um, he's not playing this game. So he won't be lined up across from Devontae Adams. It's going to suck because I really want to see that <laughs> matchup. And that's why they, that's why they brung him there or whatnot for, for games like that. So it's gonna, that kind of sucks, but, it's still all in all, it's that's still gonna be a good game, and I can't wait to see the new piece the Chargers got on their defense. Um, keep an eye on you know I love my wide receivers. Keep an eye on um Josh Palmer for the Chargers. Oh Their, man, um, what's that? Yeah, I think it's his second year, or it might be his third year. Second year, I think he's going. Yeah, second year, second year. Oh, I think I mean he, he was a steal last year. I liked him last year. I like I kind of like him coming out. Um, he wasn't a top overall pick. Wasn't one of the highly touted receivers coming out last year, but I think um he came on late last year. Um, and I think he's going to have a pretty good year because all the attention is going to Ken Allen and on um, Mike Williams. So hey. I mean, keep an eye on that, and also Austin Eckler. He had a heck of a preseason, uh, and I'm talking about Palmer. And and yeah. and you know what? Just to kind of add a little nugget to it, I think the Chargers are starting to give uh, a little run uh, for the the money on the, uh, towards the Steelers as far as finding wide receivers right later on in the draft. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, watch out! I think. 
you know, right now Chargers are probably favored favored it in this game, but this is a game that's going to be very important. I think this is one that, that this game is, in the, is at the Chargers, right? At LA, at the Chargers. I'm it's going to be at yeah, it's at LA. So yeah, another 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 LA uh, game at the at that. But you know, it seems like the away team is out. Yeah, it seems like the away teams t- tend to take over that stadium for the most part. <laughs> So it's weird, man. It's weird. It like is. Last night that game, it was more. I, I've never seen that many Bills. I know Bills Mafia is a lot of people, but yeah. if we got yeah. a lot of Bills fans down here in North Carolina where I'm at. But it's, yeah. the Bills Mafia took over that state. I mean, something about that stadium. They don't. The Chargers and Rams don't have a lot of fans, but the Bills. Like, I mean, the, these these away teams be taking those like an extra home game for these away teams. I mean, I and and, and you know you got to give you got to give. Kudos were that were were is deserved, man. And I'll say this, Raider Nation, they're 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 right there with Buff with Bills Mafia, man. They 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 flock they flock in herds, you know what I mean? So good luck. Yeah. <laughs> good luck to real quick real quick, man. What you think about the um Packers and Vikings, man? That's another one to under radar games by that. I cannot wait to see that one either. Well, I, I believe that game is uh very interesting, right? Because Aaron Rodgers does not have any op- offensive weapons. I think he, the only one he's going to have that from uh, a year ago is going to be Robert Tunyon, and they're going to have to rely a lot on uh, Romeo Dobbs because I, uh, I believe Car- Alan Lazard, Alan Lazard yeah. got stepped on, and I believe he's. I think I think they're already ruling him out for this Sunday, so that's going to be kind of hard. Yeah, Lazard, for- yeah, Lazard is out. Randall Cobb is back. They still got Sammy Watkins, and you know my boy, I like Romeo Dobbs. So, <laughs> I, I, hey, you know what? I have a fantasy football team, and I, I banked on that. That was my last, my last pick. Uh, and everybody, everybody looked at me, and I just said, "Look, when Kendall talks about a wide receiver, I've already learned in these last three years to go ahead and trust my brother." <laughs> oh so, yeah, uh, yes, uh, I'm banking on Romeo Dobbs. I saw him in the preseason; he looked good. I can only imagine when Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers has, has been always had this ability. Uh, to elevate his his wide receiver core uh, play with with his passing ability, so and we remember last year they played in Minnesota week one, and Aaron Rodgers put on a show, but he did have Devontae Adams, but he put on a show week one last year. They yeah. went to Minnesota, yeah. so a lot of people don't they, they play. So you know Minnesota got that in the back of their head. They made some, they had a great a really good draft. They got Booth out of Clemson. They got former Packers, Darius Smith, defensive end. They got him. Patrick Peterson is back there. They had a really good drive, and you know what that offense represent with Adam Thielen, Dalvin Cook, Kirk Cousins, and uh, um, Justin Jefferson. And we keep our own KJ Osborne, the slot receiver. Yeah, they got and Ir- Irv Smith from Alabama's return. He got hurt. Like yeah. he missed all last year. So Minnesota now they, they wonder. I mean, we talk about the Bills and the AFC, but a lot of people talk about Minnesota and NFC. I ain't heard a lot of people say they're going to Super Bowl, but a lot of people said that. Kirk Cousins might be MVP, and they might have a pretty good damn year. You're so, right. I mean, You're right. Hey, we, I, I think a lot of these teams this, this week, and we're talking about this more Sunday during the show, I think a lot of these teams, they want to put on a great impression week one because they saw what the Bills did last night. Well, you know, like you said, I mean, Vikings, it, it, we're going to look, we're going to see. I mean, they, they inherited a, a new coaching a staff from the, the LA Rams and, from all I've heard all off season is that they plan to use Justin Jefferson like the way the Rams use Cooper Cup. So, you know, <laughs> if you can, you know, get your fantasy lineups ready, which, you know, that that pretty much brings us to the end. So, you know, to make sure that you're stay you stay in tune, make sure you tap into our website, eastwestfootball.com. You know, we got yes, great we got 
a great team. Great articles. And, we are, you know, not only that, we had the best fantasy football team also. You know, we're going to be bringing you Sunday live kickoff shows. We're going to be bringing you, you know, of course, uh, Thursday kickoff shows. And, of course, uh, we're going to be covering there's going to be a fantasy football show. You got to be following, though. You got to be following on Facebook. Follow us on Facebook, East West Football Podcast, Instagram, East West Football Podcast, and, of course, East West Football on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe. Turn on that notification. We want to be able yes, to interact right. with you when we're live. We can interact, man. I mean, you 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 can chime in. Want to have fun, and we want to grow together. So make sure you make sure you guys go and hit that follow subscribe buttons. And we want to thank yes, you sir. so much. Uh, but we will we will be tuning back in hopefully Tuesday Wednesday around there with our recap of of uh, this Sunday's game, this Sunday and Monday's game. So we appreciate you listening and tuning in with us. Until then, thank you. Yes, sir. Hey, guys. It's Miriam Love here. And I want to share something very special with you. Check out my new release, All In, the Spanish remixes, out now on Electric House Records. And always remember... Be love, share love, all love. Available now wherever you listen to music. Mile, are you ready to record our promo for Season 2 of the Wanna Bet Podcast? David, have you ever seen a grown man naked? Miles, we're not here to quote lines from Airplane. We're here to tell people that Season 2 starts August 18th. But I like Airplane. I know you do, but Wanna Bet is a sports betting podcast. Each week we bet $1,000 on the NFL teams and games that we love. Well, that sounds like fun. It is fun. And last year you picked over 60% of your games correctly. How'd you do? We're not talking about that. We are telling people that they can find us every Friday. No more movie quotes. Roger, Roger. Electric acid. Electric acid.